Creeps and freaks. Little creepies and freakies. Welcome to the In the Nick of Crime podcast. I'm Courtney. I'm Michelle. And we're going to bring you some paranormal, some true crime, with a little bit of comedy sprinkled up in there. Because we like to bring levity to dark subjects. It's not a bad thing. Helps not at people. the expense of anyone who matters. No. The bad people can suck it. Absolutely. Please excuse our voices today. We are both uh, struggling vocally, especially poor Michelle over here. My throat does not like cigarette smoke, which is a good thing because we never want to smoke. But anytime I go somewhere where there is smoke, this is what I get. Yeah, we had a very fun weekend in Vegas. So, anywho, what's our uh, what's our in this moment? Cheryl. In current news, I just found a story, actually. There were um, remains of a teenage girl found in Florida in 1974, and they actually just identified her. Just now identified her. Through DNA? Yes. Yes. So her name was Susan Poole. She went missing in Palm Beach, Florida, in Palm Beach County, and they had saved something from back then, but obviously DNA technology wasn't a thing back then. So now because of advances in it, they actually were able to find out who she was. So she was a 15-year-old that had been reported missing in 1972 by her family. So they didn't find these remains until two years later, and they were completely skeletonized. She was actually, like, she just disappeared. No one knew where she went. Her purse was left at a friend's house. And it sounded like she'd been splitting her time between her parents' trailer and her friend's apartment as well. Hmm. Um, And she had dropped out of high school as well. So I think she was just kind of going through some stuff, which, you know. Well, not the time whenever, like, kids were having problems in school. They were always like, it's a runaway. It's fine. It's a runaway. We don't do that anymore. Thank goodness. They didn't take that shit seriously, which drives me insane. But she was, this is horrible, but it says she was tied up in the mangroves with wire to a tree. And that's, how did no one find that for two years? Oh, well, and especially tied with wire. You, yeah. Like, I mean, I guess it's pretty desolate out there in the mangroves. I don't know a little bit about like it. Like I said, forests, deserts, yeah. any open spaces or just large spaces of nature yep. tend to hide it. Exactly. So the case went cold, obviously, back then because they didn't have the DNA technology that we have today. Um, but I guess investigators attempted to submit DNA to the nation, one of the National Missing Persons databases in 2015. Initially, they didn't find any results, though. But then in 2021, a Texas-based forensics lab, um, they work on building DNA profiles using genealogy. So similar to how Golden State Killer was apprehended and caught, um, they this team helped break the case so in march of 2022 they gave the name of pool's mother and siblings so they were able to match the skeletal remains that dna to her mother and siblings oh that's amazing though it's good that that she gets to come home right 
Exactly. Exactly. I guess Paul's mother had given a DNA sample. Good. Just in case. And that's no crazy. Because that was like 50 years ago, you yeah. know, almost 50 years ago that they found it. And her family probably thought there was just not ever going to be any answers. So is she just going to be a forever cold case then? Because it sounds like foul play. Yeah, there's not... They, it says that detectives believe she may have been murdered by serial killer Gerard Schaefer, Ooh, who was an ex-police that's right. officer. That's right. Yeah. Just because it was due to the similar manners of his other victims, but it looks like they haven't been able to Well, I really... mean, if they just pinged on it, I'm sure they're yeah, exactly, more worried about that, that, that right what, now. Not even three months ago. Right. So, yeah. Luckily, that dude's life sentence, I'm pretty sure. So, I mean. I would hope so. Yeah. Because he was implicated corrupt, 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 on over corrupt 30. Cop, cop, cop. Corrupt cops. Yes. Cops. <laughs> but it says us. he was implicated on more than 30 deaths. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our weekly update. That's a good one. That's I mean, obviously, one. that's never a good thing, you know. Of no, course, but the situation is horrible. Home. But that's incredible that they were able to find an identity for her after yeah. all this time. I always wonder why we can't do that with the unknown soldiers. I know. I know they're doing it. I know their DNA is yeah. out there. I know they have it in the system. It's yeah. just crazy that they haven't pinged yet. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, it's like, depends on whose jurisdiction it is because it's all federal. Mm-hmm. So, who knows when mm. they have... Red tape. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Ugh. Well, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a nice one. Way to bring good us update. in. So, Courtney, what do you have for us today? Ooh, so, you know, you and I have been pretty heavy hitting for our first <laughs> few episodes. No, no way. Those so, are light. <laughs> so I decided and I was going to... I mean, they are heartfelt. They're just very <laughs> strong, detailed, emotional cases. So yes. I wanted to kind of, and not necessarily lighten it up, but... Kind of go into our other realm that you and I really enjoy, and that's with the spooky spook. Spook spook, Spook bitches. spook. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just a really fun informational factoid one that I'm I, I'm obsessed with because it's just crazy. But we're going to talk about the Island of the Dolls today. Yeah, boy. It's so creepy. I'm so excited. <laughs> so Courtney cool. told me what it's going to be before we recorded. And she yeah, lost. you know, when we were in Vegas, it was really hard <laughs> for me to keep that to myself because I was trying to do the research. I wasn't asking her any no. questions. And she was sitting there doing her research and she was like, I'm going to tell you. And I said, fine, then tell me. And then she didn't. And I was like, are you going to tell me? And she's like, yes. So... I, know. <laughs> I had to. I couldn't keep it a secret because I was around you. If I was not around you, I wasn't you, asking you any questions. I wasn't I giving you a hard time, but I get it. I'm not a key. I'm not a secret keeper. I'm not very good at that. <laughs> very bad at it, actually. That's okay, that's that's a valuable trait, man. You yeah, know it is. So yeah, we're gonna talk about the Island of the Dolls. I'm actually gonna have you pronounce the name <laughs> because I'm not want to butcher this, but it's a very gorgeous way of saying it. It is. Is in Spanish the Isla de la Muñecas. Oh, you stood up so good with my oh. man voice and everything. Oh, that was so good. So beautiful. I know. I know. I should do yes. voiceover work with this voice. You should. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm gonna go into a little bit of background and detail of the island before we get to why it's called the Island of the Dolls. Um, so this island is basically within city limits of one of the biggest metropolises of Mexico, which is Mexico City. Yes. And so Mexico City, actually, I didn't know this, but it was originally an uh, island in a, like a volcanic lake. 
surrounded by the Sierra Madre Mountains. I had no idea about that. That's so cool. Yeah. I didn't know about that either. Yeah. So it was just, uh, it was an island all on its own prior. So the Aztec Empire, which was from about 1300 BC to 1521 BC, was the first to develop this area, which I didn't know that either. Like I knew Aztec was a thing, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know that they were the ones who like came up in here and were like, yeah, we're starting from square one. Yeah, I knew like Aztecs and the Incas and stuff were down there, but I didn't know, I couldn't remember when their time frame was. Mm -hmm. That's so cool though. Yeah. And uh, part of their first development of this area was uh, building a system of man-made islands. Um, and then they developed also a canal system for farmers to navigate throughout those canals, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. so The they, fact that it was all man-made, too. Like yeah. The islands. That's yeah, they just made these <laughs> islands, put the, canal, put the canal between them, and rode their boats. the hell... Did they, they love do it. this without modern machinery? I don't know, but I love learning that it happened. Seriously, yeah. Um, so they're now they then become called the Aztec Canal System. So the canal system actually sits outside of Mexico City. Um, and the island that we're talking about, the island of the dolls, is just south of Mexico City, and it says that it's supposedly possessed by dolls. So during the time of Cortez, which we all know Cortez, pretty big name mm-hmm. in history. Just a little bit. A little bit, you know, <laughs> kind of another pompous ass that we get to deal with. But uh, in about 1519, he landed in Mexico and people fled to the city of Xochimilco. I wanted to make sure I said that right. Google Xochim- told her how to say it. Xochimilco. Yeah, Google taught me. Love it. Um because it looks weird because it starts with an X, so that doesn't like oh, comprehend yeah. in my head as yeah. so instead of an X. Yep. So yeah, yep. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, and Sochi Milko is actually where the Island of the Dolls is located. So mm-hmm. people would flee to this town uh, when Cortez and his man and his men came in here. His one man. His one man. <laughs> <laughs> so the people would hide in the canals and they would hide from Cortez and his men in the canals of Sochi Milko, which I think is scary and terrifying all on its own were they hiding to attack them or hiding no from hiding danger? from them okay and here's why so a lot well, of people a lot of these people were women and children and they were hiding from the conquistadors mm. and many women actually ended up killing themselves rather than get caught because they were going to get raped by the spanish oh my gosh i know so sad oh that's so horrible so we're already starting with mass chaos mass yeah. you know suicides murdering raping pillaging like this place started on a bad note, right. so it doesn't surprise me that we've got some crazy-ass spook spook going on. Yeah, exactly. Much much of the canals were filled in after this and turned into the basics of the city that we see today, mm-hmm. um, except for the southernmost part, which is the city of Xochimilco. All other canals are gone now. That's the only town that has them. Okay. Did they get... Do you know if they were removed or if they just naturally kind of... I think they filled them in. Okay. To create a solid piece of land to chill on. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. It's been interesting. So at times this neighborhood where this doll island is found was used for shelter for the Mexican revolutionaries and the religious practitioners um, who at the time would have fallen out of favor and a lot of them either ended up killed or drowned in the canals because once you're singled out 
I mean, you're on your own Mm -hmm. at that point. Right. You know? And then uh, during the Mexican Revolution, which was in 1911, Zapatista rebels tore through Xochimilco, lit the town on fire, and then they dropped all the dead bodies into the canal. Oh. And... Years later, I couldn't find when exactly this happened, but there was a cleaning of the canal done that actually brought up many skeletal remains, mm-hmm. uh, to which a lot of people suspect that because this was a place for people to disappear, that a lot of the souls are what inhabits the dolls of Doll Island. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, man. Yeah. So now we're going to go into why this island is known as Doll Island. Oof. So creepy. <laughs> this is nuts. This is crazy. Um, so it creepy sat dolls in the, get me anyway. <laughs> well, and I'll explain that because it's an actual thing. It's yeah. kind of interesting. But uh, it said that in the 1950s, Don Julian Santana Barrera moved to the island. Um, and the legend says that he actually left his wife and child to live in solitude. Mm-hmm. So it's not really said why he left it. There's other stories that say that he his wife lived with him. Right. So I'm not really sure 100%, but this is kind of what the people of the area go with. And I'll explain a little bit on that in a minute. But one day he found the body of a young girl who had died of suspicious circumstances at the bottom of one of the waterways just outside his door, and he was unable to save her. People say that the girl was swimming with her sisters, or some friends, or some cousins, family members, someone of that sort, and the current took her and she drowned. And so shortly mm-hmm. after uh, Julian, Don Julian saw this and saw her, he tried to save her. He couldn't save her. That's heartbreaking for anyone yeah. to begin with. Poor baby. But it said that there was a doll that actually started floating near the canals, and Don Julian picked it up, and he believed that it belonged to the little girl. And so he hung it up on a tree as a way of showing respect and support to her spirit. Mm-hmm. And this is where it started. Like, started for a sweet reason, then got real creepy. It got real creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Don Julian's great nephew, who is now the current, and I put this in quotes, this is what they called him. They called him the guardian of the dolls. Hmm. It's really hard for me to not say guardians of the I galaxy. Know, I was like, <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> um, so he basically said that in the mornings, or yeah, in the mornings, Julian started seeing ghosts. And then one day he woke up and found that all his crops had died. And he tur- he tried many things to improve the crops, but nothing was helping. Mm-hmm. And he felt that it was because the soul of this girl was damaged. And mm-hmm. so he became more and more scared at this point. I mean, that's a big thing down uh, in Mexico. Like, yeah. They're very into spirits and, mm-hmm. you know, ancestors and, and things like that. And yep. so this is scary for anyone who deals with that on a daily basis. I know yeah. a lot of people here in the U.S. kind of roll their eyes at it, but... It's cultural. It is. You know? Absolutely. I understand. And I'm telling you right now, if I got a ghost mad a spirit on my ass, I don't want to play either. Yeah. No, thank you. Ew. Um, so he, Barrera claimed that he had been haunted by the dead girl spirit. So in order to try to ple- appease her, he started hanging more dolls. And over time, the entire island was covered with creepy new inhabitants. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, he believed that the spirits of other dead girls possessed these dolls, and his obsession continued for years. It got so crazy that it said that he traded produce that he grew to locals to get mm-hmm. more dolls. 
Um, he never cleaned the dolls, never attempted to fix the dolls, but rather he would just put them up with missing eyeballs, limbs, covered in dirt, whatever he <laughs> ransacked and how he found them. They right. just were tossed there pretty much <laughs> to oh. chill and get even more disgusting. And yeah. Talk about that a so later. creepy. And yeah, they're all outside, so they're just going to get more dirty. Right. More decrepit. Which is funny you say that, because look, my my next line is that when the dolls, like, arrived in good shape, the wind and weather would actually turn them into cracked, disordered, disordered versions of themselves. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Um, so Don Julian also kept his cabin filled with dolls, the one that he slept in, which he would dress in headdresses, sunglasses, and any other, like, type of accessory that he could. Did he say why he dressed the ones in the cabin and not the ones just out? I think that's where the original doll is located as well. Hmm. And so I think he thought that if he was taking good care of them, that, Yeah, it meant something to him. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, despite the fact that most people find this island freaky, Don Julio always said that he saw the dolls as beautiful protectors. He welcomed visitors um, whom he would actually show around the island Mm -hmm. and charge a tiny fee for pictures or anything like that. And currently, at this point in time in in our timeline, there's about $1,500 on the island. And it's growing because visitors are starting to leave dolls there now. That's crazy. And it's not a very big island. Are the visitors, do you know if there's like any reasoning that they're leaving them there? Or is it just simply to add to the collection? Like, do they have dolls that they feel like are inhabited by a spirit? I would, my guess would be about 50-50. So according to HowStuffWorks.com, a lot of locals believe that the girls' spirits possess the dolls and actually causes them to move so their arms start moving their eyes start moving their heads will actually turn (laughs) like it's just creepy to think of even if you're not into paranormal like to think that an inanimate object like that yeah can do that yep who well in heebie-jeebies yeah and if you believe in stuff like that i mean i do i I don't i don't know like how deep it goes into it but i definitely have an open mind about stuff like that but Dolls are a very common vessel for things oh, like that. Oh, heck yeah. And I'll general. talk about one actually here in a few minutes <laughs> that's actually pretty famous. But yeah. um, other witnesses swear that they've heard dolls talking to one another. Um, and then other people still... keep getting like chills on my spine because it's just weird <laughs> me creepy. out. creepy. Okay, Could sorry. you imagine two little baby dolls just like would... talking back and forth and there's no batteries or anything in them? It's like Furbies of the 90s. <laughs> and, oh. I'm convinced that Furbies were trying to eat our souls, I swear. I had a few, but man, those things were possessed. I only had one. It was a black and white furry one, and I kid you not, no batteries. That yep. sucker still talks. Yep. I had the like black and white one with spots, and I had the pink hair, and then I had the little baby pink one with the little yellow tuft of hair. It was like one of the Furby babies, mm-hmm. and then the other one was a full-size Furby. Those things would talk when I was sleeping, and I wasn't doing anything. They do. Like, nope. I swear somebody was Not like ready today, to scare Satan. us as children. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, others feel like they can compare this to the story of the Odyssey where they say like, you know, they feel lured to the island just like sirens from Homer's Odyssey would tempt sailors to the rocks. Yes. People go there consistently because they feel drawn to it. That's crazy. 
That is some major energy, man. That's like that's like being a ghost hunter and not being mm-hmm. able to continually go to the asylums. A lot of people get hooked on asylums yeah. when they do ghost investigations. Yes. And then they can't stop. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same thing. I've heard people say that, that they feel like they have to go back, mm-hmm. whether they call it being compelled, being drawn, whatever else. Possessed. Yeah. By Energy, a, man. By a, and I'm going to use this morbid diamond. A diamond. Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just love we the way love they Ash say it. And sorry. Oh, sorry, guys. You guys have the best words. I yes. love it. Um, so this is where I'm going to get fun now because you can't talk paranormal without talking about the most famous paranormal investigator, Zach Beggins. I would like to differ that he's the most famous. Courtney loves Zach Beggins though. I do too. I just could never take him seriously on Ghost Adventures. He's such a bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's such Zach a bro. Zach Baggins is the OG fuckboy in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. A thousand percent. And I feel like he's just gotten some like different, I don't even know if accolades would be the right word, but he just has a he's new reputation because of his haunted, what is it called out in Vegas? Oh, his haunted museum that yeah, I want to go haunt- to so bad, yeah. but I'll never convince you to go with me. Oh, yeah. No, no, thank you. I'm too sensitive for stuff like that. Like I'm not intuitive. sensitive to paranormal. I wish I was. My <laughs> sister is, but I'm not. Yeah. But he's going to be, that he's, that bitch is going to be haunted by everything for the rest of his life. He already has. The Dybbuk box alone and Peggy the doll. Oh, yeah. There's another doll right there for you. Yeah. Peggy. Google well don't Google don't Peggy Google Peggy if you don't look at pictures like of Peggy that's yeah. a thing like if you actually don't in stuff like that so you can like watch uh, what is it his collector show or whatever mm-hmm. that he has he talks about her on it yeah you can find a lot of YouTube videos on it yeah. too so Zach Baggins and the Ghost Adventure crew decide that they're gonna go visit this island doesn't surprise me one no, bit not at all uh I the. <laughs> So we're going to talk about dolls a little. Zach has an actual true fear of dolls, which <laughs> blows my mind with the fact of how many dolls this man owns. Right, exactly. But he has a true terrifying fear. And the fear is actually called pedo- pediophobia. I know it sounds like a foot fetish, but it's not. Like, so it's the sight or thought of dolls causes anxiety so intense in someone that it can cause them to freeze up and mm-hmm. like panic. Ugh. And Zach has this. Like, yeah. he truly... I've never seen a grown, built man <laughs> in his early like, 40s... hear his voice in my head. Oh, <laughs> freaking out at dolls. Straight panic mode. Like, the <laughs> second he see, you just see his whole body be just... Oh, I can't do it. But he does it. He does it anyway. Um, so dolls tend to make people really uneasy in general, which is something mm-hmm. that we can truly blame our brains for. Yeah. And it's because, so I actually listened or watched a show called Lore. I don't know if you've ever seen I it. It's on Lore. Amazon Prime. I love Aaron Minky. Yeah. I want him to narrate He's amazing. Yes. There's a podcast called. I there mean, is. Yeah. I was like, I've listened to it. Tell me you don't. Sorry. But I watched the, the episode show. on it because okay. there's a tiny little blurb about the Island of Dolls yes, on it. So that. I did watch it. I just want but, to make sure you heard the podcast. Yes, I the podcast heard the is so podcast. much better than the Amazon show. No, I, I just, I'm a visualer. So I liked the show. It was just yeah, more fun for me to too. watch. It was very good. There's two seasons, but there's only like six se- episodes yeah, a season or it's something. Yeah, pretty short. Yeah, and they're really fun episodes, 40 minutes. Check them out. Um, but he says basically that our brain is hardwired to recognize faces, but that doesn't always work out. So like with dolls, um, 
it's it's a weird thing. So our brain does this thing, and it's called an uncanny valley. That's I was the just name say, of it. I want to cover. I told you I wanted to yes. cover the uncanny valley. That you is do. something that I'm going to cover later. Yes. yes, and it's this is just a blurb <laughs> to kind of explain it to people as mm-hmm. to why dolls freak us out so bad is because. When you have an uncanny valley, this is where our minds instinctively reject human-looking-like objects um, that are almost but not quite perfectly accurate. And it almost sets off an alarm in our human instincts to be like, like, right, like, get ready. There's something weird going on. This is not okay. This is freaking me out. And Mm -hmm. it'll, like, set off these sensors for us to freak out, basically. It's your amygdala. It's your fight or Yes. And so, mm-hmm. despite that, we project these human-like qualities on these inanimate objects, which then turns into giving those inanimate objects control, mm-hmm. which is when our brain sees them move. Their right. eyes move. Their arms move. Their head turns. They talk to each other. You mm-hmm. know, little things like that all come from this uncanny valley that we all have, which I just think is kind of interesting. Well, Side the uncanny valley is fascinating. Oh, that's why I want to cover it. <laughs> it's and so I cool. knew you wanted to talk about it. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, I can drop this little blip in there. <laughs> um, so the team gets ready. They get in these boats, which I don't know if you've seen them, but they're these huge wooden mm-hmm. long boats that they, yep. they hand paddle down these canals. There's no motors or anything yep. like that. Um, and so the team's actually on the way, and they... All of a sudden, see this woman standing on the side of the banks on this, like, wood structure. And Zach's kind of over here like, what the heck's going on? (laughs) And you can see him panic a little bit. But come (laughs) to find out, it's actually a theater group who's performing the story of La La Rola. La Yarona. Yeah, I can't say it, but thank you. La Yarona. Good job. I'm terrible at rolling R's. Um, I used to be really bad. Oh, God, I'm terrible. Well, I also have my tongue pierced, which doesn't help trying to roll an R. It's a bad idea. Um, But yeah, so there, which if you don't know anything about that, it's actually about a woman who drowns her two children. And then she's trapped between worlds of the living and the dead. Mm-hmm. And there's a they go to talk to this woman in the theater about this play. And there's a pyramid that's what the play is based around. They build this huge wooden pyramid. Right. And there's a part where there's a, a little girl that appears and comes down from the pyramid. And they all believe that this is the spirit of the girl that Don Julio actually found in the water. Ooh. So they connect these two crazy awesome stories yeah. together with that mu- that theater play freaky i know crazy right that's crazy <laughs> so zach and the team step foot on the island and shit goes to shit in a handbag the second <laughs> they get on it i like it- that shit goes to <laughs> shit in a handbag <laughs> uh, Gordy's stupid ass comments Keep i that love in it there. i will absolutely so they get to the island, they get on the island, they start trying to set up all this equipment so they can do their walkthrough and then do their investigation. They walk away from where they step on foot, because this is not a very big island. It's mm-hmm. very tiny. I'll put pictures of it up on uh, yeah. Instagram. But they literally walk to the other side of the island, which is maybe a 30-second walk. It's not very long. Dang. yeah. And they hear cans rattling. 
And all of a sudden they come back and there's a freaking full-blown ass fire in the fire pit. You see them get off, walk over, there's no fire, nothing's <laughs> going on. Fuck? And it is a roaring fire. It's not like somebody just went in there and like lit it and it's yeah. like working on its thing. Right. Like no, it is it. a full-blown roaring fire and the whole team is just <laughs> frozen because they don't know what to do because they haven't seen, they don't know why right. it happened. They don't know what's going on nothing i would have noped out of there so fast <laughs> i would have been like, like no, i'm bye. good let's can we go bye thank you bye see ya like on the boat. bye <laughs> have a nice day right see ya wouldn't want to be ya. uh so a couple of other spooky things is as they're recording you hear people screaming people yelling people singing but again <laughs> it's literally zach his team, and then they have a couple of other boats that are there with them with other people from right. the island. You would know if there's somebody else is on the that island. Is the theater group still there? No, because this okay. is late, late at night. This is Oof. like early morning, late night yeah. investigation time. It's crazy. Um, and so they're inside of Don Julio's little hut that he slept in. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to actually post a picture of this doll because this one creeps me out there's this doll stuck to the wall because he nailed a bunch of dolls to the wall um it's in a bunny outfit okay and all of a sudden zach is talking through his evp device and he's you know trying to talk to a spirit of don julio Mm -hmm. and the next thing you know is you hear a cat in a cat fight and then you hear giggles what the fuck? And then it freaks Zach out and Aaron out so bad that they pace out of the freaking hut because mm-hmm. it's it's loud. It's like it's the doll sitting right next to you. It's that creepy ass doll with the rabbit outfit on. Ew. And now, mind you, all these dolls are covered in spiders, spider webs, snakes, dirt, everything. So they grab a stick and flip the doll over to, like, see if there's, like, a battery pack in it, and that's why it's going off. No battery pack, open wires just hanging out. What the fuck? And then they even test to to see if they, like, hit the wall. If it's motion activated, it doesn't go off. They wave in front of it. It doesn't go off. They walk away from it. It goes off. Nope. It's the creepiest thing. So you remember me saying to you I had a doll I was going to talk to you about? Yep. And because we know Zach can't just go into an investigation without trying to piss off a ghost or two while he's doing it. If he's afraid of dolls, you would think a bitch would calm down. Oh, no. He hypes it up a lot. Have you ever heard of Harold the doll? Isn't it the one with the little ha- the sailor suit on? No, that's Robert the doll. That's Robert the doll. So then, no, I have not. So Harold the doll is actually considered one of the most haunted dolls in the world. He's just a little baby doll. He's actually on that Lord episode. Um, There's a Lord episode on Robert the doll, though. I don't remember Harold the doll. There is one for Robert the doll as well. I'm going to Google him. You're going to look up Harold the doll? I am. Do it. I'm going to tell you a little bit about him, just because he's kind of fascinating. (laughs) But Harold the duck comes up. Ew. Don't like it. I'm not even looking at a full picture of it. I don't like this little shit. Nope. Creepy baby. Ew. What the fuck is this? Ew. Ew. What is ew? It's like so disproportionate. It's arms. Well, just one like, of his arms is falling off. His left arm is. Oh, no. Is, I'm talking about the rest of it. Like, why are oh, his arms just so. Uh, ew. In his eyes. It literally looks like they're fucking human eyes in that doll. 
Yes, this is why he's Ew. creepy. Um, I'm going to, if I can get this to open, hang on. What in the actual fuck? There's no way that doll was made. This was one doll that was made at once. That yes, looks like three different is. dolls were put together. It's like something out of like the horror toys from Sid the Neighbor in Toy Story. Yes. Yeah. It, I mean, it's... What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Harold the doll is a very old doll. Basically, he's supposedly the most haunted doll. And it's funny because Zach is told by the owner of the doll to be very gentle with it. Because as you saw in the pictures, its left arm is coming off. Mm -hmm. The next day after Zach picks up this doll... He's got the, his arm starts hurting. He's in the middle of an interview. It's the weirdest thing. He's just talking. He's like, man, my arm is hurting. So they pull up the sleeve and they're like, dude, what'd you do to your arm? Right. And he's got these three tiny, like almost like baby finger bruises, like a hand's been wrapped around his arm. It's the creepiest dude, shit. What the fuck? And it's fuck? his left arm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. This doll is creepy. You're not supposed to pick it up. You're not supposed to take it out of its cage. Right. Well, it's cage take it out of its bag it's, like it's bag that they keep it Jeez. in it needs a cage at this right. rate it's annabelle all over again but he decides that it's a good idea to bring this doll to the island why i have no idea i feel like he was asking for it but zach brought to the island he sure shit what did shit? i don't know i don't know um at one point he's actually in the shed and when he's trying to pull harold out is when that doll starts giggling the first time Mm-mm. Yeah, he's asking questions nope. through the EVP while he's opening the bag, and then all of a sudden that little dog goes off, and I'm like, well, there's your sign number one, Zach. Yep. But he Bye. continues. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> she said, goodbye. Um, and then he eventually ends up taking him out, setting him inside of the hut. They actually have a special doll that's like an EVP doll. Mm-hmm. And like one of those gigantic Barbie dolls that we used to have as a kid. Oh yeah! But it's like chest is lights up green because it's yeah. got this cool system inside of it. Mm-hmm. And then they have I don't know if you've seen it, but there's this like device that puts these lasers in front of it, like a whole yes. wall of dotted lasers. Yep. And at one point you see because no one's there; they're at a different part of the island doing mm-hmm. something else at this time. Are you they see, out? They're outside, or they're they're outside still, okay. but they're they're talking to Don Julio or trying to talk to Don Julio. And I'll show you that part in a minute, or tell you that part in a minute um, with his friend. But um, Zach is no one's there, and all of a sudden you just see these dots move because if something goes mm-hmm. past them, they move. Mm-hmm. You see a whole ass figure just walk through. Oh my god, that's so creepy. It's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Like, (laughs) I know you can doctor stuff, but it is so creepy. Yeah, for sure. Um, On oddfeed.net, they state that locals believe that Don Julian's spirit inhabits this island. They think he's actually joined the ghost of all the other girls. And a lot of people speculate that the girl never existed and that his loneliness caused him to hallucinate. Mm -hmm. But wasn't that really early on when he first went to the island? Mm-hmm. But he was probably... They think he's just lonely and he made yeah. up the story Aww. and went with it. But others believe that an unknown force actually pushed him into this madness mm-hmm. and his strange obsession. But regardless, many locals still feel that the island is haunted by Don Julio, the girl spirit, and even more lost souls. Yeah. 
um, as Zach and his team is on the island, they decide that they're going to talk to his friend Pedro. They bring his friend, his old friend Pedro mm-hmm. to the island. Most of the time, Pedro's just chilling on the boat. Right. Um, but he decides he wants to try to talk to his friend. He never had the opportunity to actually say goodbye to his friend before he died. Yeah. And so he brings out his friend's favorite alcohol. He <laughs> cheers him. He's talking to him in Spanish. Yeah. And then the next thing you see is he's giving Zach the thumbs up. Right. That's... That's his way of telling Zach because their language barrier. Mm-hmm. He tells Zach, like, Don Julio is coming through. Like, I can hear him. I can hear him on the response of the spirit box because I've got the spirit yeah. box okay. going. Because I, I didn't know. I was like, yeah. is he intuitive or something? Okay. Damn. So they've got the spirit box going. And you hear a voice, but, like, to us who've never heard him talk or know anything about him. Yeah. We don't know that, but he's, oh, like, he's right. thumbsing up multiple times being like, Zach, he's talking. Zach, he's right. talking. Right. Um. At one point of the team, at the or at one point the team goes to the other side of the island and lets Pedro stay. So one thing that Pedro does is he does this huge bucket full of flowers. Mm-hmm. So those big Home Depot buckets, yeah, one of those, but white, that's and then they've Israel got these Keys big to, huge bundles. That's what Ezra Keys would put his coke in, his Home Depot buckets. Sorry. Well, that's disgusting. Flashback. Way to bring down this one. Yep. Piece of shit. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he fills up this big, huge bucket with flowers, and he says that he leaves these flowers for the spirit of the dolls and for the spirit of the young woman mm-hmm. or young girl, and then his friend Don Julio. Aww. I know it's really That's sweet. That's so sweet. Uh, so. At this point, Zach and Aaron haven't come back to the hut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they go back to the hut. They're filming. They're doing their EVP. Zach freaks the fuck out. Yeah. And he's like, what'd you do? Why'd you touch me? Aaron's standing outside. He's not anywhere near inside the hut. And Zach's he's like, like freaking out. Touch yeah, he's me. over here like, Aaron, stop messing with me. And Aaron's like, I didn't do anything. And he felt like a cold hand literally just run itself down his back. Nope. And... Um, I just got this shit. I know, right? <laughs> Creepy. So Zach is like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going back in. I'm going to do another EVP real quick. Mm-hmm. So he EVPs the dolls of, and of where they think these spirits are. Yeah. And uh, he asks one of the dolls if their spirit is trapped. No shit. No shit, bro. EVP, they replay it back. You hear, I don't like her, stupid. What? <laughs> you hear it clear as day. It said it in English? In English. It says, I don't like her. Why are stupid. they talking in English? Don Julio wasn't talking in English, but there could be English-speaking yeah, souls stuck that's there, true. you know? That's true. You never know. Or maybe they know how to break that language barrier after you go in. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? That's maybe they knew though. Zach wouldn't understand them. Also mean. Jeez. What a rude asshole. Right? <laughs> uh, so en- ending our story... Sadly, Don Julio, as you know, died of mm-hmm. a mysterious death in 2001 of a supposed heart attack, and it's said that he actually died in the same exact spot and body of water as the young girl he found so many years ago. Mm-hmm. I know. That's so sad. So, today, many visitors bring more dolls to the island, paying respect to the story of the man who started it, and since 2001, when he died, plenty of stories involving dolls... Um, that have moved, whispered, talked, giggled, done whatever Mm -hmm. to visitors, um, have arisen, adding to the mysteriousness of this island. 
And it has now become a tourist trap. Right. A very sad tourist trap, if you ask me. Uh, I've read a bunch of articles of people who've gone there and how, I think I told you on the plane, you know, 1,400 pesos was supposed to get people to the Mm -hmm. island. And then they would get there and all of a sudden it was 2,400 pesos. And, you know, it's become a gimmick for this town, which honestly can't dog on them. We live in the United States where that's a thing. I mean, Stanley Hotel is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stanley Hotel here is famous. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not surprising to me, mm-hmm. but it's a very spooky island. Well, and a lot of people are drawn to it, so whatever. Can't can't knock them for trying to make some money off people's interest. You know? Oh, absolutely not. But, yeah, yeah. It's, the island still is owned by the family. They keep knocking it down from generation to generation. Just trying to keep the island in good shape. I feel like there's got to be some deeper meaning to the family, though. You know, it's like if they thought that Don Julio was just off his rocker or something, you would think that they would have just been like, okay, we can call it a day on this, you know, whenever he does pass away. So that to me means that it is important to their whole family. Oh, well, I mean, if you think... For many reasons. Uh, like we talked about earlier with the superstitions of you know, Mexico mm-hmm. and, and their beliefs and mm-hmm. their systems, it doesn't surprise me right. that it stays yeah. in the family. Like, this, it probably freaks them out, honestly. Oh, yeah. It would be. Wouldn't blame them. <laughs> yeah. But also with, like, the little girl, because it was, you know, people don't even know if it's necessarily true that it happened. And if he died in the same place as her, it makes you wonder, like, if we are leaning into, like, the paranormal side of it was it like foreshadowing for him that this death happened to this little girl he dies the same way or did he do something to himself and stop there but they just couldn't figure out what happened it's still weird i mean he was pretty old when he went yeah they do talk about how you know he still was farming which means he needed to be in those canals yeah and at one point, he was getting so old, he couldn't even wade through the canal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my guess is, is that he sadly just died. Yeah. Who knows? Mm. That's crazy, well, though. Well, spook spook for you. Yeah. Spooky little dolls. Definitely, like, the pictures will add so much more to the oh, story, yeah. too. So, make sure, if you listen to this episode, but you don't follow us on Instagram, go check out the Instagram page so you can see the pictures with it. Because definitely, like, you don't even get the full gist of how fucking creepy this island is <laughs> until you can see the dolls but it's like it's also weird because a lot of the pictures i've seen are in the daytime and it's weird i'm like what's more off-putting <laughs> seeing these like in the daytime in a normal environment or seeing them at night when it's real creepy so i don't know it's- i think seeing them is creepy but i think the vibe of around them is even creepier yes. at night because they're all like and again, it's like the elements, but all of the dolls are just so worn, they're tattered, and they all have like the same general color and hue to them, too, and it's creepy. And I think I've seen some that's just doll heads there. Oh, yeah, there's and, like a little, I think it's a mirror or something sitting on the ground that has yeah. little arms, just ar- doll oh arms, God. like decorating around the outside of it. So creepy. It's <laughs> very strange. Um, the supposed first doll also sits inside of his cabin, mm-hmm. very close to the creepy looking rabbit one. So, 
interesting. And I wonder if people, because again, if you believe in this stuff, which I'm pretty open to it, but if people are bringing other haunted dolls, what is it doing to the whole vibe of the island? Like, what is that doing to the other spirits? What is that? I would not be surprised if Harold brought some serious voodoo to that yeah, island. Yeah, there's got to be some malicious shit there. What is with the ages? Harold, Howard, Homer. We're throwing, Herman. Herman. We're throwing out Throwback. all these ages. Sorry. <laughs> just noticed that. Yeah. Weird. Weird. I don't know. But there's, yeah, there has to be some dark I'm just dark glad that he there. left Peggy and Robert where they need to I don't to think be. he's that much of an idiot. Well, Robert, he doesn't own Robert. Well, Robert's yeah. in uh, Key West, Florida. Mm-hmm. Big chillin'. Don't be an asshole Still in that to house him. too. I'm pretty sure, right? He's in a museum. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't mess with him. People think it's a joke, and a lot of people he they literally because he doesn't look super creepy. It's no, just he, he just looks, looks old. old. Yeah, yeah, like you can tell that he's an early 1900s doll. Yeah, so they get hundreds, hundreds yeah. of letters a week of people apologizing to Robert the doll because they were dicks to him, and then yeah. bad shit happens. Yeah, and they're it's like Peggy the doll too. You have don't to say goodbye to her. Don't look at her. Well, yeah, that too, but you have to say goodbye to her. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to say hello to her, too. You have to mm-hmm. acknowledge her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hated that part on Zach's TV show because he was like, if you believe in this, don't look at the TV screen. It's like watching a train about to run into another train. Like, yeah. <laughs> you ha- want to look away, but you want to yeah. look at the same time. I've looked at pictures of her, and I'm still here. I'm I think I watched it the last time we went to Vegas, remember? Yeah, we were watching that even when we're in Vegas, we watch either paranormal or true crime shows or ridiculousness. We always end up watching that too. Sorry guys, it's a shorter episode today. I just wanted to come in with a little bit lighter, less detail oriented, Mm -hmm. spooky story to kind of, you know, clear the palate a little bit before we get back into it. Yep. But it's still fascinating. Yeah. And it's really creepy. There's so many different stories too. Like it's all around Don Julio. Mm-hmm. But like how he got to that point, there's when did you go into them? Many stories. When did you go into them more? Because the only other stories that they say is that he either left his wife and child, mm-hmm. took his wife to the island, which his entire family says no, not yeah. a thing. But then there's also a rumor that the girl that drowned was his daughter. I've heard that one before. Mm-hmm. But those that are really the only things, and there's not a lot on them. Right. You yeah. can't really find a lot of details about why people think that, mm-hmm. but. And when did he die? 2001. Oh, wow. That wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm. And then Zach's team went in in 2014, mm-hmm. and it was his... It was Don Julio's nephew. Yeah. And then the nephew's great-nephew took over for him when he died in 2019. Dang. Yep. That's crazy. And when did, I don't think I heard you say, when did Don Julio originally go to the island? Doesn't say. Interesting. That's At least so I couldn't weird. find anything. Yeah. It just said that he went to this island and then became a recluse, pretty much. Huh. Poor guy. I know. Oh, I have a picture of him that I'm actually going to post. Yeah. He looks really rough, I feel bad. Yeah. I just hope he was happy because, I mean, it seemed like that's what he wanted to do was be there, you know? I think he wanted to make the island happy mm-hmm. oh yeah he's but he looks so sweet with that creepy fucking doll right behind him 
Well, there's a couple of them hanging yeah. from the trees. But he looks so I strange. already have my pictures prepped and ready to go. Like, yeah. this one is just so creepy to me. <laughs> this is the rabbit doll. Like, the doll itself isn't really creepy, but that rabbit costume is real creepy. Told you. It's almost like Ralphie from A Christmas Story if it was, like, a demented version. <laughs> Although, that's a pretty demented movie that's, anyway. That's so, so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> But you see it, right? Oh, I see it. Yeah. Just me. Just not as big of ears. I wasn't going to go there, but okay. <laughs> like, this is the size of the island. It's not very it's big. It's very small, yeah. You wow. can literally fit it into a camera picture, like, just yeah. turning your phone sideways. That's crazy. How the hell do they have room for more dolls? Nuts. There's so many. That's so it creepy. reminds me of, like, the Lost Boys. Yeah. Yeah. I read an article that was like, forget the island of misfit toys. Look at the island of the dolls. And mm -hmm. I was like, ooh, that's a creepy mm -hmm. way of putting it. Yeah. Absolutely. Creepy. So creepy. Creepy, creepy. Well, that was good. I like the spooky, you. spooky. Thank you. Thank you. We'll get you. into some spooky, spooky sometimes. I feel like I we've love been paranormal. all over the place, though, like with our topics. Because, <laughs> like, you're so true crime, but it was also, like, some spooky, some historical, and then we got some regular true crime now i got some spooky so we're covering we're covering the bases yeah. we wanted to cover yeah for sure for sure and if y'all don't like it, you can suck it just kidding we you're gonna listeners. edit that out <laughs> we need listeners we need listeners we do don't be mean to us no and we're super excited we've gotten a bunch of more people on instagram which has been mm -hmm. great uh feel free to ping us yeah let us know what you think we're already like I think we've actually already surpassed 500 listens, which I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but for us, that's huge. And oh, I mean, absolutely. this is only our fifth episode that we're recording. And I mean, our friends and family, you know, we only have like 40 followers on Instagram. So obviously there's way more people than just our Instagram followers that have listened. So that's so cool. And we're just... We appreciate it. Yeah. We're super excited. And... Yeah, I mean, again, let us know what cases you want us to cover. I know we say that every week, but truly, we we like ideas, you know, because I know that we tend to think of some of the ones that get covered all the time, so we're trying to be really good and not think of ones that are commonly covered. So let us know what you would like to hear. You can send us an email to send those suggestions to in the nick of crime podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at nick of crime podcast all spelled together and you can also become a patron on patreon we have talked about doing bonus episodes or possibly doing like bloopers bonus content something but again we want to know what y'all would like to see if you were to become a patron so let us know but that link is patreon.com slash in the nick of crime and you can send us a message pretty sure on patreon you can send us a message you can send us send us a dm on instagram we already did get a dm on instagram we want to wait to give her a shout out just so we can see if she's cool with it but if she is we'll give her a shout out um but yeah we're just really appreciative of any interaction we've gotten so far that isn't from our friends and family who are obligated to love us yeah they have no choice yeah so. exactly so anything else courtney that you want to cover no, I'm good to go. Cool. think we got it all. Hey. We were recording on the wrong day, too, so we're off kilter today. Yeah. It's okay. Work with us here. Right. <laughs> all right, guys. Keep it creepy and stay freaky. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.